It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landon, how you doing today, sir? Doing well. I'm. Uh, we're inching closer and closer, it seems, to the unmoving. The only thing that won't be delayed in this world, apparently, which is the NFL draft, uh, which most important event. Apparently. Yeah, apparently, it's a, it's what they call an essential service. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. We're gonna do a little bit of. Uh, we we talked a lot about the first round. Uh, today, mm-hmm. today we might talk a little bit more about what what might happen in uh, some of the other rounds later on in that day, second and third round, second date sort of things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, over the last week, um, I've been reading every single mock draft. Basically, if you post it on Twitter, I look at it. Whether it's the one that you know people do on the draft network or people writing about them, I, I read every single one of them, just because I think it's a fun exercise to do it. Um, and over the last, actually, I would say probably two weeks now. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see a little bit of a consensus of where the Cowboys were go- will go at 17. Um, I remember when we were doing this in January and February, it was Grant Delpit, Xavier McKinney. Uh, since then, I think it's shifted a little bit. Uh, March was a lot of C.J. Henderson. And now that we enter April, it seems like, it seems like Clavion Chason, the defensive end from LSU, is you know the, the consensus pick for the Cowboys. So today what we're going to do, Landon, uh, we're going to do a mock draft simulator uh, via the draft network with Chason as the pick at number 17 to get an idea of what the rest of the draft could look like for the Cowboys. Uh, this is kind of a fun you know, way to do this, a fun simulation. I remember when we did this with C.J. Henderson, uh, we thought that worked out really well because it unlocks the rest of the draft. I'm curious to see how it how it comes out with Chason at pick 17. So... Uh, once you're ready, we'll go ahead and do this. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready. Let's... All right. So at pick number 17 is Clavion Chason from LSU. Uh, the rest of the first round is going by. I'm going to stop it at certain points um, if I can. Let's see. Okay. And, of course, I forgot to do seven rounds, so that's going to make it a little more difficult. Uh, I can run it back real quick, and it's fine. Uh you know that's how. As I'm running this back, Landon, let's mm-hmm. talk about Chase on in the Cowboys' yeah. uh, defense. How do you think he fits in? I think that you know if if you get Chase on, then and then you've got a uh, a young pass rusher. It really, the thing about it is, it really kind of also depends on uh, the kind of defense that we're going to see. Is it going to be a, uh, a a multiple situation? Is it going to be a uh, uh, a situation where uh, he, uh, 
he is coming in as as a pure pass rusher, as a pure defensive end, or will he get the opportunity to kind of play a little bit of the kind of three four outside linebacker situation play? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think you know the the good thing about him is that he has experience playing from a two point stance. He does have some experience kind of dropping into coverage at times. Uh, so I do think that if they wanted to use him as kind of the typical, oh, you know quote-unquote outside linebacker in a Mike Nolan 3-4 and then have him reduced down as a defensive right side defensive end uh you know went on nickel packages I think he can do all of that uh I, I definitely think that you know you you don't the, the one thing about Chase on and the reason he's not going in let's say the top 15 with the skill set that he has is that you don't just don't know what exactly where you're getting a player what level at, at that point he, he seemed to be sure, ascending sure. at the end of the year uh, but you know you don't really know once you get until you get them out against uh, pro talent exactly where he is. So I, the problem is, is that his floor could be you know rotational pass rusher, uh, and in you know, a ceiling could be you know second year Pro Bowl pass rusher. I mean it's 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 just a very wide uh, variety of outcomes. All right, um, and I agree. I, I think he's maybe the most boomer bust prospect that we're associating with the Cowboys. Yeah, right? I, I think. I mean, I don't even love Javon Kinlaw, but I feel like he's a little bit even safer than than uh, uh, Chase on. I mean, Jerry Judy is obviously really safe. Um, but the next question I have for you is, let's say the Cowboys do make that pick, and then on Friday morning we get together and we're doing this podcast. What positions would you like to see the Cowboys address You know, in the second and third round? Because... Uh, you know, while Chason's a really good player, I'm not sure that's the biggest need on this Cowboys team right now. You still have corners that you need to draft. You have safety issues. Um, you could use an interior defensive lineman. Uh, you need a slot receiver. So in the second, third round, which positions are you looking to target? I think, you know, to me, just based on what I've seen uh, in, in the draft, mock drafts I've been doing and, and, you know, simulations we've been doing, uh, you know, it's got to be something in the secondary. I, I just think that that's the, your best bet to get the best value at fifty-one is probably to get either one of these safeties, potentially a corner mm-hmm. if they fall. Uh, and, and fifty-one area, it seems to be kind of the sweet spot for where a lot of these safeties are going. Right? I, I mean, I think sure. if you're yeah. lucky, you get uh, a McKinney or a Delpit falling to the middle of the second round, but more, but more. Likely, from what we've seen, it's the uh, Chins, the Duggars, mm-hmm. the the you hope for a Winfield Jr., uh, you know, the Ashton Davises, those guys. And then at corner, you know, it, it was that you were getting before that, you know, some of the guys like uh, Gladney at, at points before, but, the, yeah, but Gladney's yeah. starting to slowly climb up the board a little bit more. Um, you know, uh, I was hoping that you could get a shot at a guy like Fulton at 51 because that's definitely a lot more the speed I would like. Trayvon Diggs is another guy that you're, you kind of just hope might find his way down to 51. Um, but if if that doesn't work out and you can't get those guys, there are still other guys you you, you can you get really good production out of. I think uh, sure it's at, at 51 or at 81 or at 82 rather. I, I think you can. You can really find a, a, a lot of helpful defensive back players at both the second and third round picks. You just kind of have to play the the draft and see how it lines up, and then and then kind of make your choice from there. Yeah, so we're not going to trade up in this mock, um, but 
are there any names that would have you know have to be available at picks you know 35 through 40 that would be interested or interesting for you to trade up like for example if a grant delpit yeah. is sitting there at pick 39 is that somebody you're willing to go up and get yeah i mean i think delpit is a guy that that w- it would be a consideration um you know maybe even mckinney in in some certain situations as well uh I, you know my if- problem is like and, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but like, no. I like I like McKinney a lot. I do, but I don't think I I don't think there's a massive difference between him and Terrell Burgess from Utah. Like, sure, I, I mean, I probably could get Burgess in the third round, so I probably don't want to give up. You know, maybe another premium pick to go get McKinney. Delpit, I could see a little bit just because of the playmaking. But then again, let's say that happens. Let's say you give up your second and third to go get Delpit. Okay, now you still have issues at wide receiver. You need a you need corners. Uh, you could use linebacker depth into your defensive line. It just it seems very. It, it just doesn't seem realistic to me that the Cowboys would give up basically three picks in this draft and not come away with a corner. If that makes sense. Yeah, and and I think the other thing too is that there's also a point where you need to just realize, hey, we're we're leaning way too much on need, and if the if the value yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't match up and we can't trade back. Then maybe we need to pull back a little bit and see who the best player available is and see sure. how we feel about that. So I think all of the things that we just discussed are all kind of part of the decision making process in the second and third round. Is okay, what's the sequence that I'm gonna get these guys in? You know, yes. is it gonna be cornerback safety? Where is where am I gonna get the best choices? Because you're not the 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 mistake is making, you know, making these decisions on single players, right? Like, oh, I'll take yes, I'll yes, take yes. Chin in the second round and I'll take uh, uh, Holmes in the third round. Well, you know, you don't know for sure that those guys are going to be there. So it's much no. better to try to target position groups and, and try to target, you know, based on like where the, the market is. Yeah, yeah, exactly, where yeah. the market is. Because, because, you know, you're like, okay – I feel pretty good that the market at 51 for cornerbacks is still going to be pretty full. I have less I have less, you know, of a confidence that safety is going to continue to stretch beyond 51. So maybe I need to get a safety before I get a corner. You know, that sort of those mm-hmm. kind of uh, conversations. Sure. Um let's go ahead and play this one out in the second round. Uh a lot of the guys that we were kind of targeting went early in the second round uh Noah Igbenogunu actually went late first round. Wow. Um, and yeah, then AJ Epinesa, 36. Trayvon Diggs, 37. Um, uh, you have so AJ Terrell, 47. Uh, Justin Matabuke, 49. Antoine Winfield Jr., pick 50. Oh. So, you, yeah, you kind of get wiped out a little bit here in the secondary, but let's go and look at those uh, positions cornerback and safety. We'll start with corners. Um, there are some names there that I know some people like. Jalen Johnson from Utah is a guy that I would be fine with at 51. Uh, he has some injury concerns, but I think he's a really good corner. Damon Arnett, people I know like from Ohio State. I'm not quite as high on him. Cameron Dantzler from Mississippi State. Uh, that's way too high for me, even though I love this tape. you just I don't think you can draft a 4-6-4 man corner there. Uh, Bryce Hall from Virginia. Uh, and then at safety, uh, you have some names that you know we like a little bit. Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. Kyle Duggar from Lenore Ryan, Ashton Davis from Cal, and then Terrell Burgess from Utah. I, I'm not sure how much the Cowboys would like those smaller school safeties, uh, but at pick 51, is that a value? Sure. 
What would you like to see the Cowboys do at this point in the draft with these available names? I think, you know, for me, it looks like I like the names. I like the ability for the names to stretch at corner more than I do at safety. Um, so I, and, and okay. I, 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 for me, I would probably go with Chen. Um, just because I think, just because I think that is the best combination of, you know, kind of what's available, what the value and uh, what you need. And then hope. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What, what two or three corners are you hoping fall to you at pick 82? I like any one of these Bryce Hall, Troy Pride, Darnay Holmes, Amik Robertson guys. I I don't know about necessarily taking both (laughs) Chin and Amik Robertson. That may be a bridge too far for this team. Uh, but I do think that for the rest of those guys, Hall, Pride, and and and, uh, and uh, Holmes, all are you know big school guys. Uh, I, I think I have a pretty clear uh, view on their strengths and weaknesses and how to play them. So I, I like any one of those guys to kind of be additions as 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 guys who. You know, and I think third round is probably the end of the line for guys that you hope to add that you think that eventually could kind of be you know one of your better corners. I think beyond that, you're going to basically just be drafting for depth. And, and 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 frankly, even in the third round, you're probably initially drafting for depth, right? But the idea is that that, that guy could develop into one of your better corners as well. So yeah, see, I actually disagree with you on this one. What do you I, think? I think the I think the Cowboys are better off going with corner now. Because if you don't get a safety at 82, I think it's okay. Like, I think at 82, then you can go to other positions and find more value. I think you're almost forced into picking a corner at 82 if you if you go safety here. But th- aren't these options – these options are all bad. First of all, they're all well, they're all reaches. Second of all, I don't I don't feel like Jalen Johnson's a reach personally, and that's just me. Mm. But Arnett, I do agree. Johnson, I don't feel like is. I yeah, I I, I haven't watched as, as much of Johnson as you have clearly, but I, I you know I would rather even at that point like just see what the larger board has because I just feel like okay. this is that's fine. at that point like that's that's reaching for a player that. Well, here, here's here's the problem here. Yeah, here is the problem: is that Edge seems to be the better position to be drafting at this point, right? Because exactly, Julian Aquara is definitely who I would be picking out of all these guys. Correct. Yeah. Uh, of the available edge rushers, Terrell Lewis, Curtis Weaver, Julian Aquara, Josh Uchi. I mean, we we're gonna do a podcast later in the week about three of these guys. And the fourth one I would right. also take above any of those corners. Yeah. It, 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 again, this is kind of my problem with taking Chase on, is that you're you're forced into drafting maybe lesser players in the second or third round. So what do you, what would you do here? You, you said Chin, right? Uh, I said Chin, yeah. I think that, you know, with, with Chin, is you're – you got a really good combination of value and uh, need. Uh, honestly, if you don't draft safety here, there's not really a point in drafting him a safety later, really, unless it's going to be a specific, you know, kind of uh, down of the box guy. But I, I think, well, I think, I think there's a chance somebody like Terrell Burgess or Kayvon Wallace is there in the third round, and yeah, I, I think those are both guys that can come in and be third safeties at but, least. But right what, away. but what are we doing at that point? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't need safety safety depth. I've got bodies. 
So, so, well, and, I, and I think that's the part of why I would be open to drafting a corner here because if, if let's say for I like Burgess more than most people, right? Yeah. If he's gone, okay, then we switch over to receiver. We see what receivers are available, or we go to interior defensive line. If we if we take a safety here, you're just so forced into drafting a corner with your next pick that it limits your options in a significant way. Okay, but how much? Go back to the corner back list real quick. Okay. Sure. Jalen Johnson, Damon Arnett, Cameron Denzler, uh, all right, the Bryce Hall, Troy Pride, Darnay Holmes. How much separation is there between any of those guys? I feel like there's quite a bit between Johnson and any one of those guys. But and I partly because like I, I think Pride might have to be a slot corner in the NFL. I don't know about Darnay Holmes. Darnay Holmes is probably I mean, the best slot corner in, in this draft. I, but right, I think but he's how, only. How much a slot does this corner. team need a slot? Yeah, how much does this team need a slot corner? Well, I don't. I I don't know. I mean, I think any one of these guys can, that they have can play slot and outside. So I, that I don't really have a problem with let, drafting a let, slot. Corner. Let's do this. Let, let's go ahead and take Jeremy Chin, and we'll kind of play it out both ways and see how it goes. Okay. Okay. All right. So here's Jeremy. Here's Jeremy Chin. I would have taken Kyle Duggar over him, but hey, that's me. Um, well, you should have mentioned that. Well, I, I would have been okay with that. That's all right. All right. Um, I I don't get the sense that the Cowboys are big fans of Kyle Duggar. No, which it's, it's it is what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, all right, so we're back up at pick eighty two. Um, <laughs> man, this is this is fun. Let's look at corners because that's the spot we are looking at. Troy Pride Jr., Darnay Holmes, Amika Robertson, all there like we were hoping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrell Burgess, safety, one pick ahead of us to the Raiders. Um, that that hurts. So you still have your corners available that we were kind of mentioning. Let's go to some other positions. Safety, you're wiped out except for Kayvon Wallace, who I think is still a good value there. Uh, at interior defensive line, some guys that I still like. Leaky Fotu, I think, mm-hmm. is a, a fun name. Uh, in the third round, James Lynch uh, is somebody I like probably more than most. He's probably a fourth rounder. Let's go to some other positions. Uh, wide receiver, uh, Chase Claypool from Notre Dame. Brian Edwards from South Carolina, which would be an absolute steal. K.J. Hill from Ohio State, who we talked about last week. Lynn Bowden from Kentucky. Uh, a lot of slot receivers available. You go to tight ends. Your guy, Hunter Bryant, is still available there, which is at least intriguing to me. Any other positions you want to see here in the third round? Uh, just click on the overall again real quick. Yep. Isaiah Wilson, that's interesting. The guard from Georgia, or the tackle from Georgia, that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Akeem Dather Gaither. Yeah, that's that's the name that jumps out to me is Akeem Davis Gaither. Uh, I think that's a starting caliber linebacker you're getting in the third round. But I don't feel like you can draft him now because you have such a big need at cornerback. Yeah. I, you know, I, I got no problem with taking Troy Pride. Uh, you know, I, I think he's he's got all the traits you want in a starting corner, and I think he's – I think he still needs some developing too. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I like uh, I like Troy Pride. I wouldn't have an issue with taking him there. I don't have an issue with it. I just think there's better value on the board if you would have. What else? What else corner. you got? What else you got? I mean, I mean you, Look, but, but I, you feel like we're pigeonholed to taking a corner at this point. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I feel like if you would have grabbed Jalen Johnson in the second, you could have taken Akeem Davis Gaither in the third. You could have taken uh, one of these receivers, like Brian Edwards in the third, would be an absolute steal for me. Like that's a that's a Michael Gallup caliber receiver you're getting at that point in the draft. I, I, I even like Hunter Bryant a lot, though. Yeah, I just think that all those guys' equivalents are also going to be available in the next round. 
Like, you know, like look at the look at the depth of, of all those guys that are there at wide receiver. I mean, you know, like Chapel, Edwards, Jefferson, Hill. I would take Courtney Davis. I would take Lynn Bowden. Colin Johnson is a good guy. Tyler Johnson, Devin Duvernay. I mean, look at how deep that goes. Quintez Cephas is, is all the way down there at the bottom of the list. Yeah. You look at the t- I would say look, tight, you, tight end drops off for me. But though. but even at tight end, you, you can still go all the way down to Dalton Keene. You know what I'm saying? Josiah DeGuara is a guy who's listed as a tight end, probably a fullback. Harrison Bryant yeah. is a guy who you could, you could develop. Uh, Colby Parkinson is, you know, very least comes in as, as another body at tight end. Dalton Keene has some upside. Uh, Charlie T is the I think a lot of these guys, you know. So uh, I I don't think that they've messed up on the spot. I just think that yeah, you missed out on opportunity to draft a, a linebacker who's a starting probably a starting quality linebacker. But if let's say Leighton Vander Esch is actually okay, you don't even need that guy. So I, I no, it's fair. Yeah, I, I think you know for me at this point. I understand the not wanting to reach for a corner and and but feeling the need to, but I also think that we should heavily consider Leaky Foto. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> uh, you just made my point for it. Yeah, um, I, but I, so- I know. I mean, look, I, I did to a certain degree, but to a, also to another degree, like you know, I mean, drafting arbitrarily these guys, like you know, it would have been pretty arbitrary to draft Akeem Davis Gaither too. Uh, I, yeah, that's fine. I mean, um, I just think there's more. There's more. Say. There's more. Need I would say there. Akeem Davis Gaither and Brian Edwards are both second round grades for me. It's tough to pass on them. However, I think we can do this. Let Let's do this. Let's take our corner there, Troy Pride Jr., um, and then let's just monitor what happens at the top of the fourth round because I think I, that's a spot. Yeah, I, go I was gonna say. I mean, I almost want to see what happens if we don't take the cornerback. Like I want to, well, I mean, what shows up in the fourth round if we if we just push it down the road a little bit more? Because look, (laughs) what what are we getting out of Troy Pride and Darnay Holmes? I mean, frankly, what are we even getting out of Johnson? You know, like well, I think I think Johnson's somebody who can be your starting outside corner in twenty twenty one once Awuzie leaves, probably via free agency. I you know I kind of feel like these guys can do that too. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. I would say that I would be interested to at least see what happens if we didn't draft the corner. But I also understand prudence and, and feeling the need to get a, a, you know one of these guys, at least having your choice of one of these guys. Okay. Let, let's do this. Okay. Let's take Troy Pride. Yeah. And then let's look at the top of the fourth round uh, for guys that maybe we would think would be insane value. Because that's typically the top of the fourth round. You'll see, like, in the first five or six picks – Almost all those are trades, right? Yeah. Teams are just trying to get to the top of the board for guys that they maybe had, you know, low second round grades on. Let's do this because that way at least we have our edge rusher, we have our safety, we have our corner, and see what the price would be to may- maybe go up to the you know first or second pick in the fourth round to grab one of these guys that are falling. Are you okay with yeah, that? Yeah, let's do that. That's fine. Okay, uh, we'll do that. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish out this mock draft. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card guys we talk about physical fitness all the time but there's another side of the game that is just as important 
I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. And if you head to calm.com slash locked on, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium membership. Again, that's 40%. With Calm, you'll have access to the nature scenes that LeBron loves, like rain or leaves, and so much more, like sleep stories and meditation. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on. That's calm.com slash locked on. All right, Landon, we are back here in the fourth round. Uh, and a lot of intriguing names still available uh, for the Cowboys. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the top of the fourth round. Um, at pick 107 is uh, Devin Asai, the tight end from UCLA. But still available is KJ Hill. You have guys like, uh, uh, I'm just trying to look at some of these other ones, Antonio Gibson, Kayvon Wallace, Leaky Foto are available. Um, Dad Moss is not somebody I'm interested in. Um <laughs> At that point, would you be interested in going up for somebody like a K.J. Hill to make sure that you get maybe one of the best slot receivers in the class? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 depending on what the cost is, yeah, I wouldn't have an issue with going up and, and getting uh, getting that that guy. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, maybe not even just K.J. Hill. Like, a couple of these guys I think would be interesting, uh, depending on what you know, the cost is. But, yeah, I think – you could do that. You could go get KJ Hill. Uh, you could also, I mean, honestly, it really depends on how much they like some of these other guys. Because if you like Devin Duvernay as a slot receiver, uh, you could get you could get, still wait to get him. Courtney Davis, I think, is a guy who uh, uh, I liked a lot uh, from A and M, who I thought that could be uh, could do some work out of the slot. Lynn Bowden is is a guy that is kind of. I mean, you and I talked yesterday about the. Uh, the opportunity to kind of rotate in different types of players at, at the slot mm-hmm. position. I think Lynn Bowden is one of those guys that you would love to have in the mix of, of that group, right? Like as kind of a, 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 a Randall Cobb, Tavon Austin hybrid type, type player, sure, you know? Sure. Uh, so I think there's lots of, uh, lots of good options here. Just for a reference point, uh, if the Cowboys wanted to get up to, let's say pick, I don't know, 108, 109, which would be like the second or third pick in the fourth round. It would cost them their fourth, obviously, pick 123, and then their fifth round or 164. I'm okay doing that sure. if you think yeah. you have a guy. If you've got a guy, you know, for a, sure. Yeah, that's worth it. Right. If it's a second round grade or a high third, and you think, hey, this guy could come in and compete for snaps as a rookie, I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, we're not going to do that in this draft just because uh, we're not going to make trades. But uh, the guy that I would be interested in is KJ Hill. Uh, again, we'll make a pick here in the fourth round. Uh, Lynn Bowden is obviously the name that you mentioned. Devin Duvernay is a slot machine that has a lot of speed. Uh, Tyler Johnson, another slot receiver, a little bit bigger, different type. Any other position outside a receiver, or is that kind of the biggest need now that you have addressed uh, your edge rusher, your corner, and your safety? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the spot where, you know, there's a big, big blinking light for value, you know, especially mm-hmm. of where you need. Is there anything in tight end? I don't. I mean, because I don't think there's anything going to be better than what's going on at wide receiver. But I just want to check. Al- uh, Albert O is okay. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know that any of these guys are. Harrison, I, I'm not a big Harrison Bryant fan after he tested that poor. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm interested in Josiah Degara, but like I said, as a fullback, so. Uh, yeah, it's probably too high for a too high, back. too high. Right. Yeah, so I, yeah, let's go. Let's pick our wide receiver of a uh, of choice. And honestly, I'm good with I'm good with Davis or Bowden. Uh, I'm I'm probably okay with taking uh, Colin Johnson here or mm-hmm. or Tyler Johnson. I guess I, my my guess is they probably would lean Bowden just because he has more yeah. speed and athleticism than somebody like Colin Johnson. I right? agree. Yeah. They, they, and that, that's somebody who could probably fill a bunch of different roles. So let's go ahead and take Lynn Bowden. I I I know some people think he could go in the third round. I kind of feel like the fourth round is the sweet spot for him in this draft when you consider just how deep and how refined a lot of these receivers oh, yeah. are. Yeah. Um, let's make one more pick. We're we're in the fifth round now. Uh, we've got our edge rusher and Chase on. We got our safety and Chin. We got our cornerback and Troy Pride. We got our receiver now in Lynn Bowden Jr. Uh, what other positions are you looking to maybe upgrade at this point in the draft? You're probably not going to get a starter. You're not going to get somebody who's going to play snaps. But is there a spot where you'd like to add some depth to? Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a spot where I would take Harrison Bryant, maybe you know, or or, or okay. a uh, or a shell. Uh, a, what's what's the guy from Miami? A Quarterman. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Quarterman. Uh, I, I would yep. maybe a guy like that. I mean, I know that they will definitely probably want to take a linebacker at some point, despite resigning all these guys. Defensive tackles, another position that you know, if there's a guy that 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 uh, uh, is blinking, that I, I would say, that, which there is for me in this draft, but I don't know how realistic. Is it that James is. Lynch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who I know the Cowboys have some interest in. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. But I also would look at all overall value. I mean, we're in the fifth round now, so I think that you're kind of just looking for the best player to come in and provide something for your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't also be totally opposed to p- taking a guy here, like, let's say, uh, you know, Sha- Shaquille Quarterman, like for, for linebacker from Miami, and then mm-hmm. coming back in that second round pick and getting a guy like maybe Tanner Muse. From Clemson, yeah, because yeah, a as a special teams player, you know, just as a guy that can give you a whole bunch of really good reps in special teams and be yeah. like your last bottom of the the ring safety, maybe a guy who can play yeah. some linebacker for you. So, uh, I would say I like J.R. Reed from Georgia. I, yep. I don't think he's a starting safety in the NFL, but he's probably a really high end number three. Mm-hmm. I kind of compare him to. Uh, uh, Harmon from New England, who has been that free safety for a while. Never really a starter, but just somebody who gets a bunch of interceptions and big moments of the game. Uh, that's Reed from Georgia. Go watch his Notre Dame game uh, from earlier this year, uh, and you'll fall in love with him here. So uh, a bunch of interesting names. I do think the talent in the fifth and sixth round this year compared to previous years is really, really deep. Um, so I, I do think if the Cowboys can kind of collect some of these more, you know, some of these picks – They can improve the bottom end of the roster. Um, Landon, really quickly, let's just tie up the podcast. How do you like the way that this mock draft played out in comparison to like CJ Henderson? You know, I I don't don't love it. You know, I I I, I don't either. I I think it it was a lot of kind of having to chase the dragon a little bit and 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 kind of you know figure things out. It it didn't fall as naturally as it did when when you drafted CJ Henderson and kind of. Uh, we're able to go from there just because I think, you know, at this point, even more than safety, 
corner is the spot where you feel like you need to get a guy, right? Yeah, like, I agree. So uh, you kind of are pigeonheld to doing it in the first three rounds. And if you don't, then you really kind of have to rearrange your plans and maybe even consider going to get something in free agency mm-hmm. or through a trade. Um, and I think that if you if you find a way to get Henderson early uh, – then it kind of just puts things a lot more into place. And if you can't get Henderson, then I think the next best option is to trade down, get a bevy of picks, and then give yourself more opportunities to take a bite at the apple to kind of fill the needs that you have on your team. I agree. And this is why we do these simulators, because it does help you kind of understand the depth of this draft class. You know, we didn't love the options at corner in the second or third round, but because of the way the, the Cowboys have handled free agency so far, uh, you feel like that you have to draft a corner there. So we'll continue to do these with some of the other you know names that are being floated around with the Cowboys at pick 17. Maybe we'll even do one with a receiver. You know, if a Jerry Judy falls, how would the rest of the draft look like for the Cowboys? I'm sure that would have some big impacts on the Cowboys in the second and third round. Uh, we'll make sure we do that over the next couple of weeks. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow the follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB, and you can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.